Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the one-eyed man. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Now, Jordan, you'd think that'd be a penis. Happy New Year! <laughs> oh, sorry, you were saying something? Uh, How about your penis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I just can't see out of one of my eyes right now. I was staring at for Mitch. For old acquaintance <laughs> be forgot. I, um, it, I don't get a lot of neurological sorry. symptoms other than pain for my migraine headaches. Right. But sometimes when I've had a few days with headaches in a row, I will get where... One of my eyes is like all white and uh, blurry. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of staring at Mitch across the room from us, one of our guests on the program today. Mm-hmm. And I realized that it was weird to basically be doing the like camera one, camera two scene from Wayne's World <laughs> oh, with sure. a person who does not know what's going on. <laughs> I was just trying to figure out what was going on with my eyeball. So I felt like I should get that out in the open. I'm just having a hard time maybe, seeing do you think, out of my right you, eye. Do you, are you concerned that maybe he thought you were signaling him to follow you to an undisclosed <laughs> location for a sex act? Well, the thing is, is, is that I, of course, was on SEAL Team 7. Oh. Sort of this, the one better than SEAL Team 6. Sure. And uh, you would think they would go the other way, that SEAL Team 1 would be the most important you one. Guys, and then, and now you guys... It's now you, the higher the number, oh. the more important. You guys, uh, like, cleaned out Bin Laden's room, right? <laughs> yeah, Gave exactly. all his stuff to Goodwill. <laughs> and I forgot, I forgot that Mitch doesn't have the same training that I have in nonverbal communication. Because obviously right. when you're on a raid, sure. um, then you have to be able to blink your instructions to each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mitch didn't know what was going on, so I just, wanted to, I just wanted to keep him in the loop. That's nice of you. Should we introduce our guests on the program? I would love to. These two boys, you know well, as past guests of Jordan, Jesse Go, as actors and, and writers. And nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Their sole credit. <laughs> as actors and writers, as uh, natives of Quincy, Massachusetts, and Long Beach, California. Is that correct? Lakewood, but close enough for comfort. Okay. <laughs> I cite Long Beach a lot. Oh, yeah. Boy. Uh, they're the co-hosts of the smash hit podcast. Nick, I know, I know what you mean. I'm from uh, Mission Viejo, but I say I'm from Costa Mesa, right? <laughs> Just because people are like, where's Mission Viejo? I'm like, eh, it's about 20 minutes outside Costa Mesa. Jordan, yeah. have you ever thought about how easy it would be just to tell people you're from the glow-in-the-dark store at the Irvine Spectrum? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody, <laughs> everybody knows that. It's a store that only sells things that glow in the dark. Right, yeah. yeah. I think that's probably a vape shop now. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I don't know. I can't. I have not confirmed that, but everything in my bones leads me to believe that that glow in the dark store is now a vape store. You Mike know they Mitchell got some and Nick Wyder. Though, hi. Yeah, sorry, right. talked over your intro. Do you intro. think there's glow in the dark vape clouds? Like, can you blow a fat cloud? Mm. Oh man, that would be awesome. Would I guess you would have to have internal lighting to right. charge it up. Yeah, I, I mean, it like, it seems dangerous no matter what. It, feel, it feels like you shouldn't be inhaling that. Uh, yeah, yeah, neon fumes into your lungs, probably an issue. Uh, yeah, but that, that's uh, the evolution of, you know, I, I, the, what, what used to be vape stores, because I see vape stores everywhere. Did those, were those once, they weren't cell phone stores, because cell phone stores still exist. Although I do remember there was like, there used to be like the janky cell, the independent cell phone store. It was like this corporate owned one. Fewer janky independent. There's fewer cellular one outlets. Right. Parrot cellular. That was around just 
in the time of Breaking Bad, so that Breaking Bad like made sense that he was just like getting phones and breaking them constantly. Sure. Yeah. Now, where do you get a burner these days? Yeah. Where? where do you, like I feel like Seven Eleven or something. Is oh where you right. Get a You're probably right. Like you can get a burner and a Slurpee for a deal. Like a like I feel like that's <laughs> burner Slurpee combo. I want to say right. to you, I was very happy. I'm. I was happy to star. To be on camera in any way when I was in your camera one, camera two. Oh, okay. It's been a slow year, so just to be in your eye cameras is, was nice, honestly. What What are you seeing out of your bad eye? What I so I was when I was driving my uh, son to school this yes. morning. I was trying. Thank to you for figure making out, the driving hands. By yeah. the way, <laughs> that's you know, just for us. Yeah. Steering wheel, that kind of thing. It was a speedboat, incidentally. Oh, <laughs> uh, but steered the same way. What I like is that you're keeping the size of the steering wheel the same. A lot of people, you said it's, it's like a bad space work move. Is the the steering wheel size will fluctuate as people are gesticulating? I, I get I, so mad, Nick. I'm glad yeah. you brought this up because I get so mad on podcasts. When people pick up a telephone by extending their thumb and little finger, it's like, not that's not how you hold a telephone. Not a phone. I get mad at this stuff, too, and I saw a guy do, like, a really tiny steering wheel, and then I was like, can I get a ride home? I got in his car. His steering wheel was as small wow. as he was doing. Whoa. It was very tiny. Just a notably small <laughs> It was a very wheel. small steering Probably wheel. Probably too small for safety. Very small, yeah. So, uh, you know, like, you just got to think about those things before you judge. When, What's going on in my life? <laughs> when I was yeah. driving my son to school this yes. morning. I had to make a tough decision, which is, is my vision better with one eye being kind of like very white and cloudy? Like uh-huh, right. If I'm, I'm looking at you right now, Nick, through my right eye, and I can't really see your features. Okay. Uh, you kind of look like a blown out photograph. Right. Um, or with one eye closed with, and wow. have clear vision. Mm. But I realized, I tried it both ways. I did a little camera one, camera two action. With three cameras or, or like, 3D camera. Yeah, I guess so. You, are and, you're talking about the third eye that rests in the middle of your forehead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got to know the ledge, Jordan. <laughs> so I decided that it was safer for me to have weird, semi-blurry vision in my right eye and still have depth perception. Right. Okay. I, I just went to the eye doctor, an ophthalmologist. Oh. Um, and... Uh, uh, Nick and I actually got into a big fight when I went that day, and I couldn't text back. I couldn't see anything. The two of you guys got in a big fight. <laughs> we we did. It's, it's been resolved. Out of character. It's been it's been resolved. <laughs> We're friends again. Okay. Um, for that moment, we weren't friends though. Um, but I, I my eyes were dilated. My pupils were dilated. I couldn't I couldn't see anything. I am very lightly farsighted with astigmatism in both eyes. But not enough so that you you need to get glasses, but you can get them. I found out. But I'm I'm like you. If I if I look out of my left eye. I can't see that. I feel like I can't see that well. well I appreciate you talking about it publicly. I feel like there's <laughs> too much astigmatism stigma. Mm, sure. <laughs> you know what I bet vape stores were? Yogurt places. Oh, that that's good. I bet they yeah. were yogurt because the yogurt right. trend has come and gone. Yes. I it, mean, when's the last time any of you guys had yogurt? Can you well, let my children know that the yogurt trend has come and gone? Yeah, because <laughs> it's pretty much the center of their emotional world. Really? <laughs> Where's their? What is their uh, their uh, place of choice? So we're going to a yogurt land. So that's what I was going to say. Is that the the old school, like the behind the counter, the penguins, the right. TCBY? That sure. place is kind of gone by the wayside. But there's there is now a renaissance of the self serve yogurt place. Well, here's, and there's yogurt been, land. I think is the big one. I think there's been three distinct phases. I don't yes. mean to correct you. 
you're obviously the expert. You're one of the hosts of the smash hit food podcast, The Doughboy. <laughs> right. We co- it goes by food podcast uh, yeah. <laughs> on the streets. Purely informational. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't come to us for comedy because we will not deliver. <laughs> food podcast in the streets. Question mark in the sheets. You guys are the professional joke writers. Um, I think that there was the TCBY craze. Yes. Mm. Low fat being the center of that. It was a it was a healthy alternative to ice cream. That's like a late 1980s early 1990s phenomenon. I remember that as a kid, yeah. And, and then and, and then the pinkberry craze, the tart plain yogurt yes. of roughly 10 or 12 years ago. Yes. Uh-huh. That was tearing across Los Angeles uh, and eventually I imagine across the nation. And well also as part of that was the you know the like fresh fruit as a topping was yeah. like kind of the new thing. Nick, you turn you, you, you turned me on to that because we we reviewed Pinkberry, yeah, and Yogurtland. We've done every fucking chain there is. <laughs> um, but uh, you, I never. I, I was like, oh, I'm gonna go for a sweet treat. Which, which Jesse, I'm gonna guess that your kids probably like to go with like a chocolate flavor or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And I, I did the the, yo- the just a plain yogurt with with like a like strawberry toppings and I right. I loved it. It's it was delightful. a game changer for yeah. me. It's great. The tart. The tart. So the thing I think I think we're now looking at a third wave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The third wave is not built on innovation but retrenchment. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. the second wave was pinkberry and everyone's like this is novel. I'm going to wait in line for this. Right. Everyone got sick of waiting in line. And then there was just like people who were like, I don't know what kind of business to open. I guess we'll just open one of those things with the bins of uh, uh, the bins of mochis. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like the, a, it, a bin and a little spoon. And those people are basically selling TCBY yogurt primarily. Yes, mm-hmm. but with bins, right? Yes. And, By and, weight. And I think to to to, to your point, what, what we saw with Pinkberry was it was kind of a streamlining of the concept because Pinkberry for a time only had two flavors. They eventually added a third. Um, but you know it was it was far from from the original TCBY penguins. Where the, you original, had a of the original the original two tart and cum, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I really feel like cum was the seminal flavor. <laughs> sure. <laughs> nice. I, I get why the, I get why the 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 lines were around the corner. It makes sense. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you paid them a little bit extra and waited until they closed, they let you put your face under the machine and just <laughs> pull the handle. Until the vice squad showed <laughs> right, Then you could add as much fruit as you want. Oh, it's a night. What a night. Guys, we're having a lot of fun on the program. It's 2000. I'm not. No? No, What's I'm having, wrong? I am having fun. Uh, and we're always happy to see our, our friends Nick and Mitch. We sure are. You know, it's 2019, Jordan. It is. Now, I should. This, we should, you know. Pull back the curtain a little bit. Yeah. This is me- meant to air in 2019. Right. But we're, we're recording this in 2024. We've created a time machine. <laughs> sure, yeah. We're here to close our loop. <laughs> uh, so I just hope that, you know, we're assuming everything is going to go well and the podcast is going to come out in 2019. But maybe this is the year Y2K finally gets us. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a concern for a while. Yeah. Maybe this is the that. year. I don't know. I was in Jamaica for Y2K. How'd that go with my with my family and my godparents' family? Uh-huh. Uh, it was like a big family trip. We went there, and I remember the guy who like hosted us at the house, and he he kind of hung out with us. He was like, "A lot of things are going to change." Like at midnight at Y two K, and I was like, "Really?" And he was telling me how everything, like the banks were going to crash, and everyone was. And then it happened, and nothing happened, of course, and there was no change, and I felt bad. You weren't just like, how is this going to affect drinking from a coconut on a beach? <laughs> <laughs> I was 17, I believe, when I was, or 16 or 17, but I, yeah, I, I, 
I did. I I, I expected something to. Ha- I was nervous as a boy that something would happen, and then nothing happened at all. It was a very lackluster. There was there was nothing that. It, what a ripoff! It was a ripoff. It was. I almost wish something happened. And there was. Yeah. Was there anything that happened? There was an apocalyptic vision. There were like some people were prognosticating like planes falling out of the sky, like yes. just like computer systems around mm-hmm. the world would malfunction and be inoperable. And then just yeah, I, I don't think there was anything really of consequence. Nick, yeah, I, I would never say something like this, but I know yeah. Mitch has often accused you of being a robot where right. you're programmed with two or four <laughs> sure. date placeholders. Uh, thankfully, I am a human man. I am not a robot. <laughs> so there's not a concern I have. Okay. I'm a regular man. This is the kind of thing regular Mitch would man. Say. I would never say anything sure. like right. that. Right. Well, to, just refuting Mitch, Mitch's ongoing theory that I'm some sort of automaton, I am mm. a man born of woman. <laughs> I came out of my mother's womb. <laughs> Just like McDuff. Just like McDuff. <laughs> Your hero, McDuff. Yeah. <laughs> I was not for my, my mother's womb untimely ripped. Right. Sure, sure. You know what they say, never say the word Macbeth in a podcasting studio. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy. <laughs> yeah. It's called the Scottish podcast. Yeah. <laughs> if, that, if, there, if there was a time for the machines to take over, it was to it was right then. It you was feel th- like that was their window? Yeah, I think that was it. The Dell, all the Dell, right? <laughs> Dell laptops and the finally <laughs> Gateway Two Thousand. <laughs> Dude, I'm getting killed by a Dell. <laughs> we we knew we were in the clear when it was like twelve oh one, twelve oh two on in the the new millennium. You came out of your bunker. Yeah, yeah, and we, and we didn't hear. Yeah, that would have been ominous. Yeah, that 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 means shit's about to go down. You open the newspaper, you're like, President Compact Presario. Sure. Vice President Panasonic 3DO. Okay. Well, at least you can rent the vice president at Blockbuster. Yeah, that'll show him. The idea of machines, fucking ass. Terminator or or uh, even uh, I should give Stephen King some credit here with a maximum overdrive. Yeah, just right. the idea of machines taking Thank over. Thank God you did that, by the way. <laughs> I think it's very important. Yeah, right. Or else he would give you one of his famous roasts on Twitter. <laughs> I could not handle a Stephen, a spooky Stephen King roast. No, I don't want him to clap back at me. Um, I, it's it, that's. That is such a, a smart thing because if you look back on it, where yeah, it is such a silly thing to think of machines taking over in two thousand, and then to think of it that in the eighties to 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 think of a of, I guess Robo Men have been around forever. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of yeah. Robo Men have been around right. forever. Sure, I mean, I was all excited. I, I thought I think they were very forward thinking. <laughs> I don't know forever. I feel like it was the 20th century when Robo Men kind of came about. I really I wonder what the, the first recorded, recorded, uh, the first recorded instance of a of a Robo Man. I think there's like there's in the, there's like caveman walls that have Robo Men drawn on them. I'm sure at sure, some point. Yeah. Probably Can I ask kind of a second tier question. Yes, please. Once we establish what year we first discovered Robo Man, mm-hmm. at what year did Robo Man first discover Robo Woman? <laughs> When did Robo Sparks first fly? Sure, I think uh, I think that's very presumptuous of you to think that a Robo Man wouldn't want to have a relationship with another Robo Man. That's a fair point. I didn't say that they wouldn't want to. <laughs> no, you're, no, you're right. You're right. Maybe I'm being close by. Maybe I'm the asshole in this so situation. Real robots have curves. That's, that's, that's true. They sure do. I do. Yeah. I I feel like. Like the my Amazon Alexa, as much as I like it, mm. gets about every fifth thing wrong. Yeah, it's not that that revolution ain't coming anytime soon. 
We'll be long dead. I agree with that. Yeah. And I, I think we'll be long dead. I, uh, just, Nick and I, specifically. Because <laughs> <laughs> of all the pink berry. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, but also, you don't you worry that, like, okay, yeah, this, is, this is, technology is imperfect, and that's maybe the reason that things are going to go haywire. That's, like, the whole, like, thing behind Skynet of, like, they, oh. like it, it happened like too early. Like, you're going to say... Alexa, don't kill me. Yes. And it'll say, do kill you? <laughs> and then it'll be too late. Yeah, sure. It'll launch the... the, the you know, every Alexa has one bullet in it. <laughs> it's a single bullet meant for its master. I feel like right Or now, itself, if... Uh, right. If it comes if need, to that. Yeah. Right now, I feel like my biggest... Techno- my biggest problem with the ascent of artificial intelligence, the greatest challenge that our approach towards the singularity causes me in my life is where I write bun, mm-hmm. B-U-N, on my phone, and mm-hmm. it auto-corrects to, like, fun, yeah. knowing, no, I was talking about a little bunny. Right. Yes. That's, I write the word food a lot, yeah. and it changes to good. It does, I know. But food is a word. Like, don't, <laughs> say, like, like, don't just take, sure. keep the exact like, the I, word. Don't, don't try to assume context. I think the... The artificial intelligence should know whether we know what words are. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like some people probably don't, and they could they could change food to good. Yeah. But we should be able to answer a question during the setup process. Do you know about words? Yes. No. <laughs> we choose. You and I would choose yes. I can't speak for you guys. Oh, I choose. You no. Speak for yourself. You choose no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mitch. Uh, I'm with Jordan. I'll make it 50-50. <laughs> yeah. So then you just you, you tap yeah. it in there. I'm realizing now that I would also choose no, just, oh, to, okay. be, just to be safe. I feel like ha- it's just like... It's got that one bullet. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like when I'm typing in, running a little late, it'll autocorrect to show me them nasty little feet. <laughs> just, it ruins all my relationships. Yeah, well. I was trying to write my cat. Although, it's it has like, strengthened some. <laughs> to to my, your personal banker. To my surprise, yeah. I was trying to write to Nick, my cat is good, and I kept putting my cat is food, and it would it never let me, ch- it didn't let me change it ever. It never, it never, and so... I like As I told you, I had to put Wally in a pot, and I boiled him up. <laughs> I like the idea that maybe he wasn't checking on the health of the cat. You're just like, oh, I should text Nick that my cat is good. <laughs> I like unless, the idea. He, unless he thinks he's bad. I mean, that is the kind of text I would receive from Mitch out of the blue. Just an update on his cats. Their I behavior. Like, they're good. Yeah. And like, is that bad? Is that a bad thing? No, no I don't think it's great. bad. I'm no, saying you that's... do have very good cats, too. I like they're the good cats. cats. I was just saying beforehand that, that Wally, my cat Wally, reminds me of Gizmo. Hmm, from the Gremlins. From the Gremlins films. Yes. He's very funny. I've been accused of having a dog that looks like Gizmo from the Gremlins films sometimes. Do you guys follow the Gremlins rules with your pets, just in case? Uh, What are the rules again? They can't eat electricity after dark or something? (laughs) All right, keep away from that Hulk Hogan. Got it, too. Lest he break the fourth wall. They can't eat after midnight, okay, and so because of that rule, I got scared. I just don't feed them at all. Yeah, <laughs> um, they can't get wet. Is right. the other right. thing. So you, you, got, I haven't seen. I think I saw Gremlins when I was five or eight. It's ten. a great, great rewatch. Uh, but I haven't seen. I feel like people really love Gremlins two because it's crazy. Gremlins two is crazy. I've uh, I've only seen the new batch as of this recording. I'm going to watch Gremlins for for, 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 for a future episode of our podcast. Uh, but uh, but I've seen the new batch a number of times, and I remember 
that's, enjoying that it because it's so such, silly and goofy. That that is such a weird Nick Wagner thing. You've seen the new batch, you love it. You've seen it multiple times. You don't venture back to Gremlins One. I'd say I love it, but I enjoyed it yeah. as a kid. That was I, I I had the exact same thing until four years ago. Right? Yeah. I I I think I watched Gremlins Two colon the new batch because. For some reason, I had Gremlins to the new batch, the NES game, and wanted to watch the source material. <laughs> oh, man. So I could understand the game. Better. Right. Uh, but how then, was, yeah. Do I, you remember how that game was at all? Uh, it's, like a, it's like a top-down shooter game. You could throw tomatoes. God, it sounds uh, like it sucks. <laughs> no, it was really good. <laughs> it's awful. It does sound shitty. <laughs> yeah. I got to say, every, every old, if I play any old Nintendo, or even su- some Super Nintendo games, right. They're so insanely hard and yeah. suck. Like I'm like I can't believe I put so much time into this game that is that you couldn't so, save. You, you couldn't yeah. save. You couldn't. You could barely even see what was happening. Yes, and it's, it's an issue too with like you don't realize as a kid that something is bad or some uh, sorry that something is hard because it's bad because it's poorly designed mm. that like the difficulty doesn't come from like oh this isn't like a, a this isn't like a, a, a what's a modern game that's that's got a, a, a an intense difficulty level that's like well crafted and well designed uh, bloodborne like blood like a bloodborne it's not like something like that uh it's, or darker side of the moon for or instance. darker side of the moon and from super mario uh, uh, uh the, the latest super mario odyssey um it, it it's it's, What's that? I haven't I haven't gotten to that yet. It's the latest game content. Oh man! Oh okay. It's There's, great. Yeah, it's, once you, it's very hard. You got to keep collecting. Uh, you got to keep collecting moons, and then eventually there'll be a, a a whole another moon level on top of the moon. Ooh, level sorry for beat. spoilers. No, right? that's okay. I'm curious. That There's, sounded really cool. There's a lot of game in that game. I've only I've I've I, I got a, I've only had my switch for about ten days. Wow. Two maybe two weeks at this point. Oh, your whole life and is in front of you. I'm loving. If it. you 100 percent Mario Odyssey, I'll be very proud of you. Nick couldn't do it. He's a failure. I uh, could have. I just was like, all right, I don't want to put. I don't want to invest the time into beating this level. I know it's going to be a full day of my life to beat this last level. Oh, shit. I got everything. I'm totally going to do it, Nick. I'm going to show you who has less going on. <laughs> hey! Um, but, uh, but, so, like, the, the, the example I think of is that I'm playing at my friend's house, uh, uh, ba- the Back to the Future game, which there's a level where you just have to. Like I don't even know what the connection to the mo- the property is anymore because there's a level where you just have to like c- catch milkshakes that your girlfriend <laughs> is throwing, sure. and it's insanely hard because she throws these milkshakes in a wild like like a, a you know rainbow trajectory <laughs> that keeps fluctuating like a like a you know like a sine wave and. Um, and you have to keep moving your character, and the controls are very bad. It's like an impossible to beat level, but I just remember being like, oh, this is hard. Not like, this is bad game design. I never wished I could jump into a video game more in my life than this moment. <laughs> Man, you have a girlfriend and she's throwing shakes? <laughs> That's the dream. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I mean, it, I guess that even maybe gave us gave us, like, bad opinions of ourselves. It wasn't like, this game is broken. It's like, I'm not good enough. Right. Yeah. I'm not good. If I just played the Battletoad speeder level more, yeah. Yeah. I could beat it. The geniuses who created and programmed right. this level. Yeah, and the so many geniuses of those... behind Rash, Zits, and Pimple, yeah. the Battletoads. <laughs> and also so many of those really bad <clears throat> games were cheap cash-ins of existing properties that you were a fan of as a kid. So, like, I remember there's a lot of difficulty in the NES version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, oh, a yeah. famously very difficult game. And then also Bart versus the Space Mutants was hard to even figure oh, out how yeah. to play. Yeah, and those are, I love the Simpsons <laughs> and Ninja Turtles so much, and I like couldn't beat these games. And I get so mad at myself. To it this was the day, same for me in the Noid game. <laughs> <laughs> he was hard to avoid. <laughs> There's that. Wait, level. Were you the Noid or were you avoiding the Noid in the Noid game? So that's a good question. What about in the Seven Up Spot game? You like, were cool. You spot. were cool. You were cool. Spot. Spot. And it was pretty good. That game was good. Yeah. 
In the Noid game, I believe you were the man, Harold Noid, who went crazy from people uh, thinking that the Noid was made about him. So it's just you <laughs> receiving mistaken phone calls? Uh, yeah, right. I, don't, I don't know if his name was, what was his name? It was something like that. And also, like that. it is an insanely sad it's extreme, story. I, I shouldn't even joke about it. It's a sad story. where he, he, Yeah, I think he took over, like he, uh, he uh, there was a hostage situation at a Domino's location because he was convinced that they were talking to the Noid, they were talking to him mm-hmm. through the TV because he had the same last name as the Noid and they were saying to avoid him and then it ended, ended his death. It was really it, grim. It, I thought that he killed himself later. It, it was either he killed himself in the shootout or killed himself later or the police killed him. I don't remember the exact details. And so then he died. Thing happened to my uncle Gremlin Newbatch. <laughs> sure. Gremlin, your uncle Gremlin's gone? <laughs> Passed away. Oh boy. Sure. Oh, Tragic no. circumstances. That's, but it was long enough ago that we can laugh about it and feel okay. Right. <laughs> Jay, you know what? Shouldn't have fed him after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll be back with more Jordan Jesse Go in just a second. Hey everybody, this is Jay Keith Van Stratton, host of Go Fact Yourself, a live game show here in the Maximum Fun Network. On Go Fact Yourself, we take the smartest people we know and make them look dumb. Oh, by the way, how much do you know about chicken husbandry? You gotta give them that grain. (laughs) All right. You gotta give them that grain. And then smart again. What future Hall of Fame pitcher for the Cleveland Indians became the first active player to enlist? Bob Feller. Oh, okay. We've got me... Co-host Helen Hong, plus celebrity guests and actual surprise experts. All right, we have an expert on hand who can tell us for sure. Is Helen. it Alan Having? Helen, who do we have tonight? Alan Having! Alan Having! In the coming weeks, you can hear guests like Maria Bamford, Tom Bergeron, Paul F. Tompkins, Janet Varney, and Grant Imahara. Check us out on the first and third Friday of every month here on the Maximum Fun Network. La, la, la. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I am Jesse Thorne, the original one-eyed Jack. Yeah, <laughs> Jordan Morris, boy, detective. Mike Mitchell, the pizza guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> Ding dong. Pizza's here. <laughs> oh, Mitch, I don't have enough money to pay for it. <laughs> That's okay. And then, I, and then I just leave. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. What a cool. Oh, fired again. What a cool guy. Jesus, I can't follow that. That's, I can't. That's like r- watching Richard Pryor go on stage. Sure. And now Nick no, I, I got to oh, go up there. Oh, boy. Uh, I'll try. Okay. Uh, Nick Weiger, the hedgehog. Yeah. All right. Oh, yes. Yours was much more prior on. <laughs> oh, man, Nick. I don't know how I'm going to pay for this hedgehog. <laughs> now, gentlemen, it's 2019. And mm. we have a very special discussion mm-hmm. every year yep. on the program. Yep. We consider ourselves. It's about uh, which licensed NES games were the hardest. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Feels like we, we, already... co- we covered that. Yeah. yeah so. so secondarily. <laughs> okay. You guys are going to your plan B now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, we kind of burned through our plan material. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we see ourselves partly as humorists. Yep. You know, in the in the manner of uh, a Scott Ackerman or a Jimmy Pardo. Sure, I was going to say Mark Twain. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think yeah, I think Scott and Jimmy are the Twains of our time. (laughs) Sure, a couple of Twains. (laughs) Often the twain shall meet, <laughs> right? On one or the other, their programs. When they, when they're, they're, they're real on life each friends, other yeah, real life friends. <laughs> or they see each other at a social event. Yeah, sure. Um, 
But we see ourselves – that's part of what we do. That's a small part of what we sure. do. But more than that, we see ourselves as inspirational figures, sort of like Joel Osteen Whoa. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Oprah Winfrey, yeah. mm-hmm. Deepak Chopra, right. President Barack Obama, mm-hmm. um, others, Susan B. Anthony. <laughs> and the rest. Yeah. <laughs> At all. Yeah. Uh, and so every year we like to kind of give our audience something to focus on as a kind of theme for the year, uh, something to repeat to themselves like a mantra when they're in difficult times, mm. um, a sort of slogan that defines what 2019 will be for them. Now, before we get into conversation about this, my understanding from our producer, Brian, is that we have a telephone call relating to this somewhat tangentially uh, that he would like to play. So. If this part of the show is bad, it's Brian's fault. Go ahead and press play, Brian. <laughs> hey, Jordan, Jesse, guest. I'm going to say, mm, Mike Pence, probably. We're calling with my two-year-old Close. son's new yep. catchphrase. Similar politics. What about noodles? Yeah, that's right. His catchphrase is great noodles of Gondor. <laughs> also, we got a big fuzzy dog named Sweet Dave. We'll send you a picture of him. Tell them what, what do chipmunks have? Green to the gondor. <laughs> what do chipmunks have? Green to the gondor. Well, what do chipmunks have? These nuts. Love you guys. See ya. What the fuck? <laughs> there's, a, there's a gas leak at that house. <laughs> crazy circus family. Oh, man. What fun. <laughs> Great could... noodles of Gondor. Great noodles. I mean, shit, man. <laughs> Should we just call it that and shut it down? Yeah, Sounds like a little baby Will Ferrell with that line. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That would be something Will Ferrell would riff on the, like, fifth take. Right. <laughs> is that more, is that an inspirational slogan or more of an exclamation? Yeah, that's like a, you know, a great Caesar's ghost type. Great noodles of Gondor. Yeah, it feel, that's Anchorman, like, five or so. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. you're right. <laughs> what, uh, what, what is, is Gondor from something? It's Lord from of the Lord of the Rings, Rings. right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Gondor? Mm-hmm. Where, what happens in Gondor? Gond- oh, man, I'm going to get in trouble if I don't remember it, which I don't. If you've uh, got corrections for Mitch, remember to send them to at J.D. Power on Twitter. <laughs> I think there's a – I think there's like a – isn't there like a bell or something where, in Gondor? Yeah, where do they go? Where is they, Gondor? They ring is some that in- bell in Gondor or something like that. They fu- I know that there's something big happens in Gondor. Yeah, Are I'm just trying to remember of- which – Condor Man, the 1970s Disney superhero film I often thought about renting from Blockbuster as a child, but never did. Probably. That's probably it. That's, yeah. yeah, that's probably what that baby is thinking as well. <laughs> Sorry, you're not a baby. You're a big kid. Babies, <laughs> babies love Blockbuster. That's right. They sure do. I mean, they got videos. They got VCRs for rent. Yeah. You can get a Genesis. You can get some snow caps. Mm-hmm. No porno, though. Is, yeah, no porno. Is Gondor? Is, Gondor's, wait, Gondor is the final fight spot, I believe. If, is I, it? if I'm getting this, if I'm, is, if I'm, if the, if the Lord of the Ringsopedia is right, because uh, there's the big Helm's Deep is the is the castle set piece in Two Towers. That's mm-hmm. the one I remember with the cursed king. Gondor is is that where they get in? Part and do you know three? what I'm thinking of? And I didn't even look it up. There's a horn of Gondor. Oh, okay. Mm, someone like sure. like, mm, like, and someone, then they, and yeah. then they light all the signal fires, and that tells all the armies to come and converge on one spot. I'm, I think I'm so. roughly remembering this plot point now. I'm probably and still I, getting some details. I wrong. think this is where I think this is where the last battle is, where the guy gets cut. The ruler of Gondor lights on fire, and he jumps off. Oh, the yeah. edge there, and boy, that's and the, grim. The green ghosts come yeah, and help there's him out. Little guys called hobbits. There's there there are little there are little ones called little hobbits, hobbits yeah. that are helping out on the journey. The You're most just important part because I know a lot about this too. 
<laughs> we all do. We all do. <laughs> we all know a lot about this. Yeah. Anyway, Lord, I don't... Lord of the Rings is, I think, is. I do think it is like a Star Wars. I think it's that I love the. It's I love very the good. Movies. By the Those way, movies are great. Uh, aneurysm deaths up twenty percent among nerdy <laughs> pod comedy podcast listeners this week. Yeah, having to hear us uh, <laughs> break down us Gondor, describe, yeah. describe the Lord of the Rings plot, fumble through it to talk about the uh, Green Ghost. <laughs> the Green Ghost I, is a fascinating part. Of I know what you're talking this about. This is an Academy Award winning movie. I'm sure they We're have some name that's not. Bad. I'm just sure. I'm sure they have some canonical name that's not. Green Ghost. I'm sure that's not what they call them. Green Ghost is a bad guy from Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> they call it like, the Ghosts of Malur or something. Something right, boring. Right. They should have just said Green Ghosts. And Green had Ghost him, is easier. Had him sing the song from the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> so I okay. Think... So what are some what are some past slogans we've had? Maybe we can can throw that out there just to mm. kind of use it as a roadmap. Hard as a rock, wet as a river. Right. That was our slogan for 2018. Mm-hmm. That rules. And that really expressed um, that we were sort of always ready right. for action. Right. But also tough. In a non-sexual way, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't some infer would, anything yeah, sexual Some that. Some people, some pervos out there <laughs> yeah. were uh, interpreting it as sexual. But Wait, hard not. as a rock, what is a river? Some I know. sick fuck yeah. thought that was, had something to Just do with sex? some pervozoids Disgusting. with dirty Calm minds. Down. I don't even know what the connection is. I don't know. Some people just... Love to jack off, I guess. <laughs> and flick the bean. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway. That, that, that sentence. <laughs> yeah. It's great. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, hard as a walk. Jordan, hold on. I'm getting a package. It's a certificate for best sentence? Oh, wow. Congratulations. Oh, this is actually a jail sentence. <laughs> I have to go to jail now. The only flicking of a bean I want is if you're at a Mexican food restaurant <laughs> and <laughs> one falls onto the table. Right. And, and you, you f- want to play tabletop football. Right. <laughs> you want to play tabletop football or you flick it off the table. Okay. That's the only bean flicking that should be going on. You hear me, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be on your side. Wait, are you bragging on a podcast about how you hate to stimulate the pro- <laughs> stimulate the clitoris? I'm saying the only bean flicking should be if it, right. a bean falls onto the table. You right. flick it off. Okay. Anyway. No <laughs> vulgarity here. Please. Uh, let's see. Punch a blimp was one. Yeah, that, that was, was a good one. a lot one. of fun. Uh, the original was Ad Astra. I think the original was Go Ape. Oh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so they ape. Anyway, they've no, got. It wasn't going ape. It it was something something ape related. Yeah, something. At anyway, JD Power at JD Power. So yeah, you guys kind of get the type of thing. We're okay, right. For. Anyway, we we know you guys are really creative guys. Mm. Um, you mm. really made a name for yourself in the world of podcasting <laughs> <Uh-oh>. and food <laughs> eating. <laughs> um, uh, maybe this isn't a good a good jumping off point. Yeah, uh, mm. just maybe kind of talking about some of our. Our goals for the new year, or how the new year will relate to to 2018. Mm. Are you guys New Year's resolutions guys? Not, I mean, not really. I did have a I did have a weight loss resolution that stuck, and that was that was years ago. And uh, so that was that's the one success I've had. But generally, I'm not like a guy where I'm going to have a bunch of of, of things that priorities that I'll just sort of set in stone, or, or just sort of goals that I'll set for myself at the start of the year. Do you have any soft priorities? Ah, boy, that's a good question. Um, I, you know, I guess I could say this. I am, I am eager to, 
I, I've I've been trying to consciously eat less meat. I feel like we do, you know, mm. like 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 meat is uh, the the way it's produced is very is often very cruel and very destructive to the environment. And so I'm trying to eat less of it. And by necessity, as part of our our goals as as fast food and chain restaurant reviewers, we eat a good amount mm. of meat. And so I think like if I can yeah, reduce my consumption outside of that, outside of the purview of the podcast. I think that would be a good goal for me to say. Yeah, unfortunately, you can't quit me because of the podcast. <laughs> I keep yeah. eating meat. Sorry. Yeah. Well, morality is relative, guys. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you could quit it. You could quit it entirely, but I think it really limits your evaluation. What of about a places. meatless Monday, Nick? Why don't you do two days a week where you go meatless? I say I already do a, a good amount of of. of Yes, I think that that maybe might be a way to go. Two days a week. Uh, no, why don't you just shut up a little bit? What are you doing? <laughs> wow. wow. Out of nowhere. Uh, Nick, what are you doing for protein? You mostly flicking the bean? <laughs> into your mouth. Into my yeah. mouth, off of the table, right. in the process of playing uh, football. Nick um, is self-sufficient in protein. <laughs> His photosynthesis just is out in the sun for a little bit. He's suggesting it. I'm receiving it via autofillation. This is a running, oh, running dig of right, his. Right, 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 right. Um, Sorry. Anyway, I will say. I you're saying he's some kind of plant person. That, that too. Either you, you took it your own way. You're man. suggesting this is a thing you strongly imply that I'm chowing down on my own main vein and that I'm, <laughs> I'm squirting into my own mouth and swallowing the seed. Uh, no, I. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, for protein, I like peanut butter a lot. The yeah. problem is a lot of peanut butter has added sugar, so sure. it's like it's tough to – because that, that's the thing that's helped me not be as plump as I once was. Not that I'm rail thin, but I used to be a, a pretty plump guy. Yeah, is I mean, that, you're still as plump as a bright red tomato. <laughs> 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 right. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I used to be downright bloated. And, and, and so I like uh, cutting down on sugar is part of what helped that. And so I, it, like, I wish I could have peanut butter that didn't have as much uh, sugar content, but so many of them had, have added sugar. Hmm. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. But, but peanut butter is one thing. Um, I, I do eat a lot of dairy, cheeses. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Nothing it's, wrong it's with tough. Jesus. It's it's tough when you it's that that's a, maybe the main the main challenge of not eating meat is where do you get your protein. What was that song? Was it System of a Down that was like sugar? You remember when it, like it started off like no no I don't remember. Uh, oh, sounds like something Christ. System of a Down. You're thinking Are of you uh, thinking of, of Celia Cruz's signature exclamation azúcar? <laughs> oh, you know what I think you're thinking of? You're thinking of uh uh. You're my butterfly, sugar baby. Oh, that, that is the worst song that's ever been a popular song in our lifetime. I yep. think sugar. That song is, that is song terrible. worse than the "I Like Girls Who Wear Abercrombie and Fitch." Chinese I think food so. makes me sick. Song. I think it is worse. I think it is. Crazy think... Town's "Butterfly" is pretty bad. But my, by the way, what, one of my first bosses in video games uh, said he used to sell weed to the uh, lead singer of Crazy Town. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's, that's pretty an cool. awesome. Fame. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a great just thing to drop in conversation <laughs> when you want to blow some minds. I remember I worked at. Uh, in the parks department in uh, in, uh, in Quincy, and I, you know, it was like a Quincy, Massachusetts, Quincy, Massachusetts, mowing lawns, uh, cutting, going into the bushes, and just cutting down weeds and getting poison ivy all over my body. And uh, there some was some light character work as Bigfoot, just sort of walking around. <laughs> no one ever, no one ever thought that I was Bigfoot. <laughs> it wasn't the Simpsons episode, <laughs> season one, episode two. Um. And there was this guy, Sean. I won't say his last name, but uh, I guess you could look it up if you want because you, you, you'll find out. But he loved that song. I like girls that wear Abercrombie. He played it like in his car. He would give me rides home. And I was like, this song sucks. That guy went on to be one of the second Gilligan in the real Gilligan's Island Whoa. <laughs> on TBS. 
the other thing, I'm friends, friend, or was very close to the, 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 I was friendly with the guy who was the first Gilligan on the real Gilligan's Island. I, what's strange. the real Gilligan's Island? It was a TBS reality show. Remember when they, when they like, everyone just did a Survivor for like a, like, sure. like five years after it came out? That oh, was, yeah. That was uh, th- this, this, uh, th- my, this buddy of mine, who I won't say his name either because I don't know if he's embarrassed by it, but he was, he was cast as the Gilligan in the, in the real Gilligan's Island. Is he an actor? Or was he, he, just he like... was trying to be an actor. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then he, he, he doesn't do that anymore, but it, it now is, he just yeah. does Gilligan's Island. Yeah. Now he, <laughs> sure. Now he he works on an island as Gilligan, <laughs> and they all they all kind of took a took a step in a direction when they did this. Ain't Gilligan's Island an XXX parody? <laughs> he does coconut telephone sales now. <laughs> all those places closed down their yogurt spots now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway. So I think yeah. the most important thing, yeah, is that you focus on a kind of spirit that you want to have in the year, right? And you try yep. and, and one of the problems that we have is sometimes. We will get a little. We'll gild the lily. Jordan and I will have competing ideas, mm-hmm. and because we're kind of a combination of aggressive and terrified of confrontation, we'll sort mm-hmm. of make a compromise where we graft them onto each sure. other. Sure, sure. As in the year we were, flight of the raptor, sting of the ass. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and it, it can reduce the punchiness <laughs> of it mm-hmm. a little. I think one of the nice things about Punch a Blimp, which was I think two years ago, maybe yeah. three was that people really understood what it meant because it was so simple and clear, sort mm-hmm. of like, a, uh, like, oh, here's a possibility. Make America great again. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's, let, we'll put that in the maybe pile. Okay. <laughs> put it in the maybe pile. You're just reading off of Mitch's hat. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. I was on a plane recently, and I, and I had a conversation. I told you the guy next to me. Uh, yeah. Was uh, he mentioned witch hunt? Mm-hmm. But the, it, this was like this was like ninety minutes into your conversation. This is ninety minutes of conversation. We were having a nice conversation. He was a guy who heard, he had he, he had fallen and hurt himself. He fell, fell off a ladder. His lung collapsed. Mm-hmm. He was telling me all about this. I said thank you to, for sounds our, fun so far. I said thank you for our service. He was in the navy, and then eventually he got out. Like it's a witch hunt, you know. And I was like, oh no. no and then boy. it was loud on the plane, and I thought everyone could hear it. And I also am, like you guys, very non-confrontational. Some ways even classify me as a coward. <laughs> and I was just like, nah, I get it. You, got your, you know, you got your opinions. That's all I did. And then uh, he said, wait till I tell my daughter I sat next to a Democrat and we didn't fight. Like he, he liked his experience. But I cowered it out. I didn't, I didn't make my beliefs be known. I stayed silent to myself. And <laughs> wait, you know what? Do I tell, what do I tell my daughter? I met a real life coward. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I know that when you told me this story before. I'm sorry I, I did a like a, uh, a southern guy accent. I was following your lead. Oh, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, 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 that's what you did. But I wanted to follow up on this because before you told me the story, you said this guy was from Ventura. He's from Ventura. He did a very aggressive southern accent. It, he had like a – he was – He actually works in show business. That's why he lives here in Southern California. Oh, got it. Okay. Have you heard of him? Foghorn Leghorn? Famous cartoon chicken? Foghorn's daughter. Yeah. going to hear about this. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I, you know, I, in the new year, I'm not going to be someone who speaks more publicly about things either. Mm-hmm. I always keep my opinions to myself. I don't like to, uh, 
like uh, I think if someone was being was being doing something wrong in front of me, I would confront them. But uh, but uh, I wouldn't characterize you as someone who keeps your opinions to yourself. I mean, maybe that's partly because we have a podcast together. Yeah, no but shit. I feel like you're constantly <laughs> shouting at me about how I'm wrong about things. You are wrong the about things. <laughs> you're too opinionated. All right, let's go around and say something our co-host is wrong about. <laughs> you're too opinionated about me. You piece of shit. <laughs> I think I have a good jumping off yes. point Honestly, for the slogan. I'm so I think upset. I have a good J- jumping Jordan, off. What? I am so upset to find out that one of our guests is a spendocrat. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can keep doing the show. Yeah. Uh, somebody get Mitch a Band-Aid for that bleeding heart of his. Uh, oh, Jordan, boy. What do you, where do you think is a good place to so, start? So, I mean, I, like, I liked the kind of discussion about, you know, kind of little choices you can do to make mm. things to make things better like and, and and you know and obviously like upending your life and kind of creating you know doing something you know a, a total 180 from what you usually do is yes. really difficult and but like you know usually but something fails. simple something concrete right. like like I recently I learned about the impact on the climate that disposable straws were having mm-hmm. sure mm. um so now instead of Instead of like for years and years and years, I didn't even think about my straws. Now every time when I finish my drink, I eat the straw. <laughs> right for for nutrients. Yeah, that's good. How about this? Twenty nineteen, fruit instead of fries. Fruit wow. instead of fries. Fruit wow. instead of fries. I'd argue that. I mean, I get the spirit of that. Fruit still packed. Fruit still got a lot of sugar. Yeah, that can be an issue. Kind of. Cottage cheese Jesus instead of Christ. fries. Hey, now you're speaking my language. <laughs> you like Some a little of those fries cheese? or cottage cheese? Hell yeah. yeah! Fruit, fruit instead of fries. You're not happy with? It's an improvement. Fruit is a, an improvement in terms has, of a choice. It's fibrous, but I think you'd rather get vitamins. like a yeah. You rather get maybe like a salad with some sort of you know a vinaigrette Ugh. without I sugar mean, added. At the end of the day, God. if you're going to eat grapes, you might as well just eat candy. <laughs> that's Nick's, just that's a sugar Nick's bag. theory. All right. just a sugar bag. Candy instead of grapes. <laughs> 2019 yeah. candy please <laughs> I do there's a, there are those like those like extreme examples because I do think that like you know when you're looking to change your diet there are like weird things that have you know mm. sugar calories right. that you don't think but then there are always those arguments like Oh, you're having a glass of orange juice? Might as well have a Big Mac. It's like yeah. right. well no. There are people <laughs> yeah. who are very and, and you know, I, I didn't mean to pounce on you there. No, 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 absolutely, you're right. No, I think that's a, no. It's I, fine. You so, embarrassed yourself. <laughs> no, yeah. But the uh, the you didn't do that. You wouldn't do the extreme version. I'm, I'm wondering what Whit- Mitch would be like if he wasn't so afraid of confrontation. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, the, yeah, though I, I've noticed that the 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 low carb paleo guys are particularly anti orange juice. That's yeah. like I've heard like orange juice worst thing in the world. Like there's something about like consuming consuming fruit in yeah. juice form. You might as well inject heroin into your balls. Yeah. <laughs> At least then you'd feel good. <laughs> and I mean, I can confirm that. It feels fucking amazing. I bet, yeah. It feels right, amazing. It gets right into the bloodstream. Right Plus, in there. your boss can't see the tracks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless he looks at your balls, yeah. which sometimes he does. Yeah, I mean, we have regular inspections. Sure. Yeah, Nick checks mine as well. My feeling. <laughs> yeah, well, when you roll it around in the bushes, sometimes you'll get ticks. <laughs> <laughs> My feeling is... Uh, I I have something that I kind of want to achieve in 2019, and it's not really a concrete goal. Yeah, I've never really had goals per se, and I've definitely mm. never been a New Year's resolution guy. Mm. But there is something that I want to feel, and that is a kind of freedom, mm-hmm. mm. uh, like a like a, the just the freedom to be myself on my own terms. And for that reason, the the slogan that I might suggest. Is fly baby fly? Mm, Ooh, sure. that's good. 
fly, baby, fly. And it's just mm-hmm. something you say. You can say it to yourself when you're mm-hmm. when you're making a good choice. Right. Uh, you can say it to a friend mm-hmm. who's making a good choice or really doing out there, as I say, doing their thang. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which would be spelled T-H-A-N-G, which is kind of Got like it. a I'm twist on. Yeah. So normally you would say do your thing. Yes, that's, yeah. Um, but in this case, I'm substituting an A for the I, so it's kind of like a fun... So it's an example of of an of a situation where I'm flying. Also, if someone asks you what's your favorite Cronenberg Goldblum movie, mm-hmm. fly, fly baby, baby fly. fly. Sure, <laughs> yeah, that works there. And uh, what's your favorite alternate title for Ben Affleck's directorial debut? <laughs> <laughs> fly baby, <laughs> Instead of gone, baby gone. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that was I, his directorial I, debut. I, I I loved that. Yeah, I genuinely loved that. The uh, thing that I did or that movie? No, the, no, what you just did. No, there. Thanks. That was very clever. Thanks, buddy. It's all right. Um, Do you? Uh, okay, so I mean, I, I like where it's going. Yeah, I like that you can say that with both with like an intense, like sort of like like fly, baby, fly, and you could also say sort of oh like as God. a smooth sort of like fly, baby, fly, like yeah. just like sure, it both calm yeah. and uh, pa- impassioned. It works. I will You're say very that- smooth, Nick. Oh, I like to think of myself that way. Mm-hmm. You do? I mean, below the neck. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I do, uh, I, I, I do, I do think it does make me think of flies, though. Yeah, that is my yeah, one issue true. with it. Flies are gross. Yeah, flies are gross. One of the grossest bugs. I initially what about... thought sore baby sore, but that's that yeah, the sure. worst problem. Yeah. <laughs> what about sprint baby sprint? I guess that could imply an allegiance to a phone company. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you're, that's going to be really good for the "Can you hear me now?" guy. Oh yeah, that treacherous bastard. <laughs> I think I have one. Yeah. Um. For me, I'm I'm with you. I think it's more about an attitude, right? Yeah. In the new year, you know, I planted seeds, Nick. I, yeah. I've, I've 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 planted seeds to get myself healthier. Right. I'm coming from the gym. That's why I'm dressed as a slob. Mm-hmm. You guys maybe didn't just figure it. I was dressed as shitty as I always am. You're literally wearing the exact same clothes I've seen you in every time I've seen you for the many years. We've been, you're wearing a Patriots shirt, a Patriots hat, and Celtics shorts. Yeah, the only and difference- a sweatshirt you got for free from a TV show. You like that. <laughs> That's right. This exact outfit you've worn literally every time this, I've seen the, you for the 10 years That is actually a crew gift from uh, Gone Baby Gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's from Fly Baby Fly. From Fly Baby Fly, when it was called that. <laughs> I, um... I think for me, this year it's going to be a lot about just really putting myself out there. It's been, you know, the mm. last six years have been a have been a strange time in my life. You know, I, I was so concerned about what I've done right or what I've done wrong, and 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 thinking so much on the past or the future. It's interesting. Sorry, can I just ask for a little more clarification? When you say you said six years, very specifically, is that? Is well, there six, a- well, my dad passed away oh, sure. about six years ago. Sorry to bring everyone down. Uh, and then doesn't bother me. And then and then in in that time, things I think have been hard. I think in the in those in those six years, almost seven years mm. now, uh, coming up on seven years. So. I, for me, this the 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 last year and a half, two years have been positive. Slowly, kind of getting myself out of that hole. A lot of thought about what I've done wrong, what I, what I didn't do right in the past, what I didn't do, what, what, how I'm not going to be able to do something in the future. And then I kind of came to a, this epiphany that that doesn't matter, and none of that stuff matters. And more, it's just about getting out and being active. So my my tagline is 
It sounds a little threatening, but I'll see you in the streets. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I love it. That's great. Sure. Very aggressive. But it's yeah. aggressive. But you know what? I need to be a little bit more aggressive in this new year. It also, like, you can you can apply that to, like, political engagement, because I think that's that's part sure. of the thing. Of, like, yeah, active... grassroots. Exactly. Yeah, if I see that guy from Ventura. The, the, the ballot box. If I see that guy from Ventura again, I'm going to kick his ass. <laughs> in front of his daughter. <laughs> Show her what a Democrat can do. <laughs> I like that. I think that... I'll see you in the streets. I'll see you in the streets. Yeah, I, I mean, I think there's, I think, I mean, that might, that might be enough. That might be all. I, you know, we, we talked about gilding lilies. I don't want to, don't want to gild that lily. I think that works pretty well. I mean, I guess you could, you could apply the. Uh, uh, I'll see you in the streets, or in the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> you want to tag that a little bit? Sure. <laughs> I'll see you in the in the street or the, okay, yeah. I like in the streets or the sheets. Hey, I'm gonna start dating again. That's in the good. new year, so that that may, but, but I mean that, that doesn't necessarily mean that anything happen happen in the sheets. <laughs> Did you stop dating on a voluntary basis for mm, a year? Kinda, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, okay. do, do you can it's like their side of the voluntary aspect of it. <laughs> his, his, his perspective mates were you volunteering didn't coerce not to date anyone into going on a date with you. This, <laughs> this I, I didn't trick anyone. I, do, I will. I will say that I I I do know. I think I know kind of. Maybe the thinking behind that, Mitch. I do think mm-hmm. you know. I think when you are when you're a fella at our age who is dating, the uh, the the choices are almost exclusively the best way to do it is usually app based. Sure, you know yeah. you're not right. you're not when you're uh, you know maybe you're at not our age sit you're... down to a full meal it takes too long. <laughs> sure, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Share a platter, a trio <laughs> of dipping sauces. Right. You're just not meeting a lot of single people in your day to day, and you know most people you meet, uh, you know when you go to a house party. People are married. They have sure. kids. So to mm. kind of find the people who are still single, uh, it's usually app based, and that shit is stressful. It's stressful. It's really it's stressful. It's like it's it's an emotional roller coaster. And I think sometimes you're just like, I I am not hardy enough to do this right now. Yeah, I don't want to deal with it. Sure. And, you, you, you and if also... you're like a little, if you're like having a little bit of a bad year or a little bit of a bad couple of months, the kind of like <laughs> constant barrage of rejections that come with app dating, sometimes you're just like, I can't, I'm just going to re- get real good at Smash Brothers. Exactly. I, I feel 100% the, 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 that's a completely it. Or even that sort of thing of, will this not work out? A lot of the thinking of the past and so on and things like that. Uh, so, and I mean, everything, I, everything you do now is app. I order food app based and I, and I, and I date app based, you know what I mean? Sure. So yeah. I want to get, I want to try to get away from that this year. Uh, I'm getting, I'm getting away from it. That's all. Wait, you're getting away from. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to date, but I'm gonna try to get away from from any of from, from Jordan, from me, from, from Jordan, <laughs> from Jordan specifically. So yeah. you're, but you're saying like maybe like you'll get have some more IRL meet cutes. Hopefully, that's what I'm hoping for. Like you go, you'll actually go out and. So you're try just to gonna somebody. be carrying a, a big bag of groceries, maybe have a baguette sticking out of the top, <laughs> and then see if you can bump into someone who's that, rushing to a high powered job. You're Is gonna, that why you, you're opening that cupcake store? That's 100 percent why. <laughs> Don't worry, Mitch. Some night day you'll meet your Christmas prince. <laughs> <laughs> if you go, if you go to a Trader Joe's, there's a good chance you'll see me walking back and forth by the exit, just waiting to bump into somebody. Have you thought about my leaving behind your career aspirations mm. in Hollywood and moving back to Quincy and ha- finding real love? He has definitely thought about that. <laughs> That's like, I, I know you're, you're you're taking him on a journey towards a Hallmark movie plot. But are he you is implying 100% that I should? That. Are you implying I should go home and marry my mom? <laughs> 
Well, well she is like without a husband. Come on, Mitch, do an Oedipus. Do an Oedipus, baby. Oedipus. Oedipus. I'm going to do it. Yeah, everyone cheers. Yeah. Do we just How about land? this? Yeah. How about this? Can we, is there a way we can combine these? See, yes. this is what always happens. Let's hear your pitch, Jordan. Hey, baby, see it in the sheets. <laughs> no. Jordan, do you think that leading with that is why you've had such a hard time on the apps? Oh, that's probably not it. It's because it always auto-corrects to show me them nasty little feet. I'm just trying to tell them I'm running late. So, Mitch, you're see in the streets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. I do worry that it does feel like a threat. It's a little yeah. aggressive. Sure. What I it, mean, I don't mind the aggressiveness so much yeah. as the sort of direct interpersonal aggression. It, and I'll can, see you in the streets sounds like a thing you'd say to somebody if you want to fight them. Like, a blimp isn't, is aggressive. Sure. It, it involves but physical just toward, violence. Toward but just filthy blimps. <laughs> who we hate. I, 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 I got a way to soften it. Okay. okay. See you in the streets? Question mark. <laughs> no good slogan like, ends with a question. How about non-committal. how you know? I think I think Nick's edition mm-hmm. uh, or the sheets, yeah, kind of worked. I mean, it's not it's filth, not great. it's not it's filthy not, yeah, like really work. some pervos thought our last one was, but it it's sensual, yeah, which I think we prefer. So, is there a way we can take your initial slogan and add an element of sensuality mm. to it? Mm. So, for That's instance, good. instead of "Fly, baby, fly." Fly, Daddy, fly. <laughs> I don't know. What about all the thick mamas out there? Well, I mean, this it can apply to can apply to anyone. I mean, yeah, again, but I feel like we often say is as with Summer Boy, like no, we often true. choose masculine language and then say it could be applied to anyone no, you're rather right. than the other way around. That's sure. true. We shouldn't default to that. You're right. What no. What if we just you know? What if it, it, it's not an an addition or a word change? It's a simplification. What if it's just 2019, fly. Mm, simple, mm. beautiful. I don't like it, Nick. <laughs> uh, but I do have a ch- one last change to mind yes, again. Yeah, okay. See in the streets, America. <laughs> that one's kind of a unity platform. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no foreigners. <laughs> <laughs> what about hit the streets? Hit the streets? Hit the streets. You could Let's you hit could the say streets. to somebody. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, like, go take a long walk on a short pier. Mm. But you could also say it to yourself to get pumped for app dating. Yeah. What right. about, let's hit the streets, comma, sheets. <laughs> Are so you you're, talking you're... to the convenience store chain? <laughs> Wait, what's that? Uh, there's a convenience store chain called Sheets. Oh, yes. Oh. friend Justin McElroy hosted a video series on YouTube where he and a friend would eat something that they bought there. I've never seen that. Sheets. Sounds like a hoot. Sheets with a Z. I think it's regional to the Sheets. East Coast. Yes. I've never been inside yeah. one. Um, it's about self-love, too, for, for me. you gotta, you got to love yourself. Like onanism, masturbation? <laughs> no, God, no. No, 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 no. None of that stuff. Keep these clean. I already yeah. told you about no flicking the bean. and not, Sure. No, no, no one should be masturbating, I think. Right. That's my platform for the new year. <laughs> oh, no fap? <laughs> no fap. 2019, no fap. <laughs> no fappening. Um, what about hit the sheets? That could be sexual or it could just be about taking a nap. Hit right. the 2019, hit the sheets? <laughs> Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I don't know if it's inspiration. Twenty nineteen hit the, it's, it's, inspiration hit the sheets. It sounds like you. Yeah, we should be sleeping for the full year. Twenty nineteen hit the sheets. You were going. We're going to bed. We're going to sleep through this one. Yeah, no, which maybe is worth it. Violence against Klansmen. 
<laughs> Ooh, I like that. Sure, that yeah. sounds good, right? Yeah. Hit the sheets. Hit the shit those sheets if you see them out there in the streets. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of the streets, Mitch. I see where you're coming from because it's it can good. be very difficult, especially when you're an adult. Right. And you don't have as many opportunities and you really have to make choices to get yourself out there. Not just for romantic relationships, but any kind of relationship or any kind of goal that you have. It's not going to come to you. At some point, you have to go to it. Right. I like, like you're you right. miss those school days right. where... You were in a percolating stew pot all the time of opportunity. And now you have to go and seize your opportunity, right? By hitting those streets. What if the uh, What if we do a riff on an old uh, old U two song, uh, twenty nineteen? Where the streets have your name. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. That is a riff on an old YouTube song. <laughs> Can we combine the idea of sheets and streets? So it's just twenty nineteen. Sleep in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> that one's too tragically close to the challenges facing urban America. No, oh, you're boy, right. that's sure. true. Yeah. Oh, what if we go under the streets? I'm just thinking that there's oh, some like sort of sewer. Yeah, <laughs> chud or some sewer. Uh, there's some sewer talk. <laughs> let's chud this thing. <laughs> I think let's go with let's see what we can find with chud in it. <laughs> Rising up like the chuds. That's what that works. <laughs> Rise like a chud Rise. is not bad. That's pretty good. You know what? Twenty. 19, rise like the chud. <laughs> Chud's plural. Rise, uh, is, did you say rise like a chud? Is that what you said, Jesse? Yeah, like the, ch- like the chud. The chuds, like like they're a group they're of- They're a race. Well, is, is, that's my question, Is because they are, right? It's ch- cannibalistic humanoid <laughs> underground, underground dwellers. dwellers. I don't know if it's plural in the acronym or not. Or if it's or if it's singular and you call the the group a chud. Oh, because dwellers. I, I, I think I think rise like a chud. I would say is maybe safer grammatically, but you rise can also say like rise a like chode, like a chode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like it. Twenty nineteen, rise like a chud. I love it. Rise like a chud is. I like it. I like it too. Everybody likes rise like a chud better than <laughs> hit the streets. Or yes, <laughs> yeah, involves chuds. Yeah, people like are the... gonna like the other ones because they're inspirational. <laughs> so is this chud involves someone else's intellectual property. <laughs> I think chuds belong to the world. Uh, I mean, if you're getting hung up on chud, could we change it to a uh, rise like a ghoulie? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Rise, rise like, like a ghoulie. Yeah. <laughs> rise like a ghoulie, and then in parentheses, from a toilet. <laughs> I think that the, I think we're going to have a hard time getting people into t-shirts that say "Rise like a chud." <laughs> That's true. Sure. Yeah. But also, can people relate to the chuds in many ways? Sure. Have we all felt like a our, chud? We all felt certainly like a wanted chud. to taste the sweet flavor of human flesh. <laughs> yeah, haven't we all? <laughs> like that German guy. Mm-hmm. I, I watched Chud uh, this last year, uh, and I liked it. It's a it's a fun little B movie. It's a, it's a it's a scathing political commentary. It's mm-hmm. more of a thoughtful movie than you would think. It from, is, you know. Our old co-host Gene's dad mm-hmm. uh, had an undistinguished professional acting career before having a distinguished screenwriting career. Mm-hmm. And by distinguished screenwriting career, I mean he was a staff writer on Hercules: The Legendary Journeys. Mm-hmm. Hey. Amazing. And uh, in his acting career, he was featured in parts with lines in both Chud and The Stuff. Wow. I think in both of them, he was like a guy in a lab coat. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that, pretty cool, that's though. That's cool as hell. Yeah. It's what, I mean, like, you could really not ask for better credits than that. Yeah, absolutely. The Stuff was great. I saw that on, like, Fox, t- like Fox's Sunday movie when I was a kid. 
And I remember there was like a who's on first thing when I went over to my friend's house and I was like, did you see the stuff? And then his dad was like, what stuff? And like, they, like it was going back. And we're like, the That's movie, the stuff. And he's like, what's the stuff? It was a very funny That's cute. who's on first moment yeah. as a boy. You stumbled into an Abbott and Costello. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before I even knew who Abbott and Costello were. Mm. Um, we, we we talked about Gremlins, and then we didn't even bring... You went to Ghoulies, straight from Gremlins. Do Gremlins come out of uh, some sort of underground uh, lair? They make a metamorphosis. They they cha- they they change from a from a from a mogwai to a gremlin. Yeah, I guess I guess that qualifies. Mm, no, no one's no one wants to bloom know. like the mogwai. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's our slogan: bloom like the mogwai. <laughs> Again, I think you know intellectual property issue, but you know, I think uh, mogwais belong to the world. Uh, yeah, mogwais is some species that uh, it doesn't belong to the movie. We, we, we had... I think we've got three really solid candidates. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. We've got fly baby fly. Mm-hmm. Hit the streets, and what was it? Rise like the chud. <laughs> Rise like the chud. Yes. Rise like uh, the chud. chud. Brian, you, uh, why don't you put this up on the internet, mm-hmm. and we'll put this up for a vote on our Facebook page. So, like Jordan Jesse go on Facebook, and next week on the program we will announce the winner. I love it. That sounds right, right? Democracy. Chud is going to run away with this shit. Come on. Well, let's I, don't know. I don't know. Some people might not know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's quickly go over the rationale for each. Right. Yes. So with Fly Baby Fly, mm-hmm. my feeling about that was that it was about a, a celebrating a spirit of freedom. Right. Uh, and it was something that you could say to encourage someone, but also something you could say to encourage yourself. And it's mm. zippy. It's memorable. Right. Um. And it would look good on a T-shirt. I'm remembering that the Racehorse Association years ago, when they were trying to get young people jazzed about going to the the track. life savings. Yeah, because people weren't going to the racetrack anymore, um, was uh, they they had Go Baby Go. Yeah. Mm, They were trying to get babies to go to the racetrack? Yeah, I guess that was – they were (laughs) shooting Get them started early. Yeah. (laughs) Try to try try kind of the McDonald's strategy. Hit the streets is both an effective threat Mm – and it's a great encouragement to get out there and mix it up, mm-hmm. to make things happen for sure. yourself rather than letting things happen to you. Yes. Right. Or staying home and hiding from everything. Was it hit the streets or let's hit the streets? What got landed on? I don't, if, if the comments are open, I think we should let the voters also say if it should be let's hit the streets or hit the streets or rise like a chud or rise like the chuds. I think <laughs> I think I think they, they should be able to determine all that. But I say for, so for, you want to have like rank choice. Voting? I, I want rank choice voting. But also I, I for the purpose of this, let's say let's hit the street. Well. Hit the streets is, is punchier. Hit the, hit the streets, streets is I like punchier. Hit the streets. Yeah, hit yeah. the streets. Mm-hmm. And then Jordan, rise like the chud. How, how do you see that playing out in people's lives? Yeah, you know, it's just like if you feel like you're in a sewer. If you're hungry for if flesh. You're hungry for flesh. Get out of it. Rise up. Hit the streets. Yeah. Okay. Like a chud. Next week, we'll find out what the winner is. There's only one way. To find out, yeah, keep it locked to yeah. Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> right? Are Nick and I allowed to vote in this? Yeah, you guys can vote. Right, you're cool. part of the you're part of the pu- the public. All right, cool. You can't do voter fraud. Oh, damn it! <laughs> you guys are going to have to show ID. <laughs> oh boy, we okay. know what you're up to. Right? Do you have? Uh, do I you already have an, know you're a spendocrat. <laughs> do you have the, your Estonian license, or do you do, do you have a, a U.S. license? I'm because I'm ethnically Estonian. From my great grandfather. <laughs> that means I have an Estonian driver's license. Well, you traveled to Estonia to take your driver's test. It only makes sense. <laughs> Three generations have grown up in California. You think I'm still? 
Estonian. I think you're an Estonian spy, yes. Mitch, Nick got his driver's license at Del Taco, like the rest of us. In 1980. You're an old man, is what I'm trying to say. An old Estonian man. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Mike Mitchell, the pizza guy. Nick Weiger, the hedgehog. Guess what? We're coming to you, Bay Area. Yeah. And people traveling to the Bay Area for sure. SF Sketch And Fest. people who could make it up there for a nice long weekend. Yeah, that would be nice. What a nice place. You can go see those uh, famous crabs. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Jim, Paul. Yeah, Debbie. You know, over there in the Crab famous Town crabs. in San Francisco, yeah, you crab, know about that East, place? East Crabton. You can ride one of those clang-clang cars. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've definitely been there. You can go to that big jail. Mm-hmm. Island Town. Oh, yeah. That's pretty much the main activities of San Francisco, right? <laughs> yeah, go to Crab Town and Island Jail. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you guys are actually going to be joining us at SF Sketch Fest on the Bubble Show. That's right. Which right. is Friday, January 19th at 10.30 at Cobb's Comedy Club. That's in North Beach. That's right, yes. It's right. in the North Beach neighborhood famous, of San The famous Cobb's. Maybe we should all go get Italian food beforehand. I love it. <laughs> mm. I was trying to think of the Italian song, but all I could think of was... I think we've all thought about marrying Linguini at some point. God, I would love to marry a Linguini. I've also got Judge John Hodgman uh, at the Castro on January 19th at 7. Uh, We're also doing Jordan Jesse Go on Sunday the 20th at 1 p.m. But the big show, Friday night, bubble, all new episode, Jonathan Colton, Eliza Skinner, Christelle Alonzo, Allison Becker. Mike Mitchell, Nick yeah, Weiger, Jesse Thorne, Jordan Morris. Yeah, Jean Grey. Jean Grey. Uh, X-Men's Jean Grey? <laughs> so I hope she doesn't turn into Dark Phoenix. <laughs> I'm sure people have said that to her before. I, I heard a ru- and I don't want to, maybe this is something you guys are keeping under wraps, but I heard a rumor that there will be a special guest at, uh, at the Bubble Show, uh, Debbie the Crab. Yeah, is that, is that true? Crab. Nick, going to be supposed there. to be. Here's what we were gonna do. Yeah. We were gonna have someone uh, play <laughs> Debbie the Crab and uh-huh. doing like an impression of her, right? And then Debbie the Crab is gonna come out behind them, oh, and then it's man. gonna be a. She's standing right behind me, isn't she? <laughs> yeah. and, uh, I'm sorry. I don't worry that. about letting gag. the cat out of the bag. They, they don't know that Jailman Joe is going to be there. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Get back in your cells. Uh, SF. Famous catchphrase. Did you write that into the episode as a kind of knowing wink at the audience? Nope. <laughs> okay. Maybe you could work that in. Get yeah. back in your cells. Get back in your cells. Yeah. Uh, sfsketchfest.com. Uh, did we say when the Doughboys show is? You should say when the Doughboys show is. It will be on Saturday. That's right. At, I think it's at one o'clock. It's, I'm not. I'm not prepared for this. I think plug. it's I at one p.m. Yeah, I can. I have a show with the Birthday Boys. Also, don't know the time. And a show with Playhouse Masterpieces. Also, don't know the time. All right, this isn't plug all don't of Mike Mitchell's shows. <laughs> we can Focus plug the Doughboys. Bubble Jordan Jesse go. And oh yes. the Doughboys. Bubble Jordan Jesse go and the Doughboys. Hit those up. Doughboys at one p.m. on Saturday the nineteenth. Check it out. Uh, sfsketchfest.com or maximumfun.org for ticket links. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. I say check out every show at Sketchfest. <laughs> All of them. Love 
It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh... Mike Mitchell, the pizza guy. Nick Weiger, the hedgehog. Uh, Nick, what, what was the inspiration? Sonic the Hedgehog, the yeah. most famous hedgehog of all. If you, you know, this is this is an, almost a, a, a Stone Age internet meme at this point. But if you search for whatever your first name is and the hedgehog, you will invariably, unless your first name is very unusual, you will invariably find some fan art of that character. Is that really true? Yeah, We're absolutely. I think people draw their hedgehog. Avatars. Yes, they, a lot of people have. Should we all like, do that. Let's all. Let's all do. Like we mentioned, this will be it. good. This is. So we'll all visual. get out our phones. Uh, and then Mike's we'll describe, the... and then Brian, you can cut out a little bit of this. Yeah, one. there's Jesse the Hedgehog. He's not half bad, although he does appear to have those kind of zip-off pants. You know what I'm talking right. about? Right. Easy access. All right. So Jordan the Hedgehog. Uh, he looks like he's modeled after Shadow. Very cool. Uh, so he is a black-colored hedgehog. He's wearing a red kind of Back to the Future vest. Uh, yeah, black pants, and he's kind of in a, like an anime power-up pose. Pretty the, good. Uh, the alternate search suggestions for Jesse the Hedgehog are Angst, Edgy, Adriana, and Devin. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I have, a, my, I have a profile for mine. Mike the Hedgehog. Species, hedgehog. Yeah, well. Age, 16. Likes, running, breaking rules. Half of that's right. Dislikes, sonic. Personality, rebel. That's right. Power, super speed, high intelligence. Allies, shadow, and Dr. Eggman. Can Whoa. I just say, I'm switching. My first one was a gray hedgehog man wearing white shoes and a white leather jacket. That's fine. But I am absolutely switching to this one that's wearing... A blue and yellow suit that could either be described as something like an early X-Men outfit or like looking like an actual beach ball. Um, oh, yeah. He is. That's, oh he's boy. wearing big that's blue swim guy. flippers. Okay. That's amazing. So, uh, he's hey. as a, yeah, this okay. is my Jesse So the, the next one ever, I'm also changing to the alternate Jordan the Hedgehog. Instead of the one with the red vest looking cool, there is a red hedgehog. With a white bow tie, looks like he's drawn in MS Paint, and he is choking Sonic. <laughs> and the next one down is this is a picture of Sonic choking Tails. So I guess. Are uh, you sure you didn't search for tap out the hedgehog? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you if you scroll down in images, they start turning like sexual within like two scrolls. Very yeah, sure. very very quickly. I got a few different options for Nick the Hedgehogs. Um, I'm going to go with this guy because I just think he's just so, so charming and cute. And this is clearly something a kid made in like MS Paint. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah that is he, cute. He's got a little smile there. He's got a little hairband. He's got a uh, a purple uh, mane, a red shirt, and some uh, some gray moon boots. Can I be real with you right yeah. now? That picture sucks. <laughs> Shut up, Mitch. I want him to choke me. <laughs> you know, oh, I wish he was choking me. You know what's nice about this one is that they, he Gotta is- Gotta choke fast. He's depicted in the art at both at both uh, 19 through 21 years old and 7 years old. If you want to see a little baby Aww. Nick the Hedgehog. Aww. Looking very cute there. That's good. It's kind of like tyke. a time-lapse drawing. Yeah. I, we've probably done enough Hedgehog stuff, but Mitch the Hedgehog also looks very cool. Yeah, that guy looks awesome. That's a cool hedgehog right He's got, there. like, yellow flame hair. Yeah. yeah, he looks like he's collected all the Chaos Emeralds. Does he have a giant, uh, like, underbite tooth? Like, what is that? Is that a big tooth It's kind of like a side mouth. Yeah, it's like it's side cool. mouth. Oh. Does it say how many? He's like, man, man. <laughs> Does it say how many Chaos Emeralds he has? Uh, all of them. Cool. Wow. Oh, man. Whoa. Fuck. Can you imagine how dope it would be if you had every head? Oh, chaos don't emerald? remind me. Dude, sometimes I feel like I don't even have one Chaos Emerald. This <laughs> yeah. dude has all the Chaos Emeralds. 
I, Fuck. I just, it, you know, it's it's one of those heavy as the head that bears the crown sort of situation. Mm. Though, heavy as the hedgehog that bears the yeah. chaos. <laughs> You'd always be pursued by uh, by Dr. Eggman. Um. I've spent half a million dollars on regular emeralds hoping to get a chaos emerald. Mm-hmm. And all I got is this pile of worthless emeralds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dump those down the garbage disposal. Yeah. What a waste. <laughs> when something momentous happens to you, we ask you to call us at 206-984-4-F-U-N, 206-984-4-FUN, or email us a voice memo at jjgo at maximumfun.org. Let's take a momentous occasion telephone call Maybe some right I said maybe someone got all the emeralds. <laughs> the no, no M- Mitch the Hedgehog has them. <laughs> hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. This is Michael from Oregon, and I have a momentous occasion. I went to the gym the other day, and as I went in to wash my hands, which is the first thing I do, there was a guy uh, flexing into the mirrors that are in the hand-washing area, um, and he had his basketball shorts uh, pulled down to his knees, and he was wearing a gigantic, brightly colored diaper. Um, he was moving from mirror to mirror, flexing and admiring his diaper, putting his hands on his hips. Um, it was just something I've never seen before, and I thought you'd like to hear about it. Thanks. I love the show. Bye. He was super chill about this. I really yeah, like his yeah. tone. I like the diaper was brightly colored, too. Yeah. Might well, yeah, you know, sh- show, show it off. Get out there. My Nick. diaper art done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nick, do you know off the top of your head what brand of diaper that is? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that they make an adult diaper. Uh, uh, I'm assuming this man was was uh, was adult and not uh, that that like the uh, they make an adult diaper that is brightly colored. I would think mm. those used those usually be uh, have kind of more of a, of a neutral palette. He might have painted it with poster paint or something. Oh, you That's think it was going to be a, a self decorated one? Yeah, maybe there's an Etsy shop for yeah. you know adult incontinence who want to look good. Is that one though? But like, isn't that a? a, a I guess that that. It, Makes me wonder if this is one that he's reusing, he's going to wash and use again, or if this is a uh, this is a disposable one mm-hmm. that he decorated. I've mm. bought a few on Etsy, but they mostly have mandalas you can color. Oh, sure. <laughs> I just find it relaxing. <laughs> Get some great TARDIS. To not have to go to the bathroom. Get some great TARDIS When ones. I have to pee. Yeah. There's, it's just funny in this age how many strange photos, because we now everyone has... Takes a picture a, of themselves uh, flexing di- in a diaper. <laughs> yeah. But there's just so many. I've taken so many weird screen grabs or taken photos of my cats doing something or, or whatever. Me, if I have a weird thing on my arm or something, cyst. I don't know. I, I, I was trying not to be gross, but I, I couldn't help it. So but you landed just on cyst. Something <laughs> that needs to be I mean, I don't usually have a cyst on my arm, right? But I'm just saying, usually more of a boil. <laughs> I'm not Pustule. covered in I'm not covered in boils. Uh, I was just, just saying the one boil, <laughs> just the one big boil. Yeah. Um, I I I just there's just so many. There's every person has thousands and thousands of. You take so many as part of bless you. You take so yeah, many sorry. photos as part of just like I'm gonna text. I saw this weird thing. I'm gonna take a picture of this to remind myself or text this to uh yeah. to my spouse. You know, it's yeah. There are there are a lot of just like random pictures assorted on your camera sure. roll, and, and yeah. eventually you you forget the source. I I do like. This this does make me wonder about if uh, strange gym behavior, locker room behavior you guys have observed. Mm. Because the the you know the the go to that I that I think people talk about is the the old man drying his balls in the hair dryer, right? Yeah. Which sure. the hand dryer rather, mm-hmm. which I have always 
like watched with envy because I imagine that it you know to be that to do something that flagrantly uh, embarrassing it must just feel amazing. I and I've always it. just like do I, should I just try that someday? You do it. I do it in my gym, and we have a Dyson Airblade. Wow! <laughs> wow. So you just got to draw them out slowly. Yeah. Dear God. I bet you could use. By the, the way, my gym is the airport. <laughs> <laughs> sure. After you're done, uh, yeah, lifting Cinnabons, you go in there and bisect your balls with a blade of air. If you could get it right in the middle of the balls, I bet that would be great. It's like playing Operation. I feel like the most bizarre gym behavior of them all is simply accepting that it's okay to take a shower with other people there. Mm -hmm. Sure. Like just the basic participation – uh, in gym stuff, yeah, I've never been able to accept it. I've mm. never, I've never done it in my life. In middle school, there were showers available; no one used them. Uh, and then in high school, they were available and they were gross, and only a few people used them. I never ever did a. I never ever used them. What about like when you were rowing crew in college? I go home and no, there were I mean, like there was like no showers in like the crew area. Or oh, okay, whatever. you didn't have a locker room or anything. Yeah, yeah. I at the gym it's a now. Very small boat. Right. <laughs> I uh, I I will shower uh, post swimming. Me too. Uh, mm. Because uh, I was not showering post swimming for a while. I was waiting till I got home or till later in the day, and was and I had developed a skin splotchiness. Yeah, uh, that chlorine just kind of bakes into you. Real gross. Yeah. So I started I started showering, and I kind of you know it took me maybe a week to get over it, but you know. I just you go nude, eh? Go nude! Wow, yeah. Letting them, let letting everything you hang out and get a get a gander at God's creation. By yeah. God's creation, I mean the gym at the Verdugo Aquatic <laughs> Facility. <laughs> I do the same thing at the I, I swim at the the Santa Monica Public Pool at the, the Santa Monica Aquatic Center, and I will go and I'll take a shower there basically every time. Wow, and and it is, but it is like it's it's. What I like is that it's you, you feel kind of like already a little refreshed from swimming, but then you get that extra like shower clean afterwards, and also you have to wash all that chlorine residue off. Oh, but sure. this is one of those things like when Jason Siegel showed his penis in forgetting Sarah Marshall. Everybody, yes. everybody's acting like he's a hero, and you're like, no, he has a very nice penis. Yes. Yeah, it's not a burden to him for others to know that he has a nice penis. Yes, no, that was that was uh, that was him being very happy and proud to show off his penis. Yeah, I'm he, not. I'm not he was looking. He had his are you suggesting? Are you suggesting that's why uh, me and uh, Nick are so excited? You guys to are. You guys are. <laughs> you're peacocking. Like, oh, how embarrassing! Shapely, not too veiny. Ooh, I hope it doesn't hope no get one. caught in the drain. <laughs> <laughs> I am not uh, what they call a shower, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to show. I'm right here with you, buddy. I, I and uh, not much of a grower, for God's sake. <laughs> but uh, we're normal. We're in the normal range. Is this something you've but joked it's about? Not something you want to show off? Sure. Sure. I, I, I feel like w- when it's not doing its thing, I think it looks small to me as mm-hmm. a big man. I think it looks small. But and I, I, the only thing that I get, uh, like uh, when people make fun of the, the, the statue of David, I've, Nick, I've said this before, I think this should lay off. I think he's doing great. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that is around what I think a normal level is. Uh, yeah. And, I've, and uh, the, the reason that I feel more okay about it is I've talked to multiple men about it who feel the same way. Yeah, right. I don't want to see enough other penises to to feel bad about my penis. Mm. Yes, that's a good, I feel that's a good. fine about my penis. I got gotcha. you. Works for me. Yeah, it works for my romantic partner. It's, it's great. It's yeah. a solid piece of business, as they say. 
But I don't want to have. T- I'm worried that if I have too much comparison, I'll get locked into that comparison. Yeah. I uh, I got for the first time. I've been you know maybe going to that pool for about a year, and for the first time, a guy tried uh, tried tried to chat with me in the shower, which I kind of appreciated. I do feel like right. you oh, that's know, nice. Like I've you know I've been doing these classes and really haven't you know made a lot of friends. I don't like have swim friends. I have like people I'm friendly with, but you know it's the first time someone had tried to chat in the shower. Was the conversation? Uh, you got a nice penis. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this old thing. <laughs> I just threw this on. Uh, and this is guy is a jacked swim man. Yeah. I, I know him from being oh, the Jack, guy. Jack Swimman. Yeah, yeah. Jack Swimman. Uh, <laughs> sure, of the of the Quincy Swimman. <laughs> and he uh, and I, you know, I'm like, oh, this the guy who's the Jack Swim guys wants to talk, and he's like, and he's like, and so we were doing drills that day. So instead of just like straight swimming, you like you, you swim with a buoy between your knees, you swim with paddles, kickboard, something like that, drills. Yeah. So he's like, hey, uh, tough, uh, tough swim out there today. And I was like, oh, man, he's tough. Okay, got to respond. Got, this is – I'm at the big show. Yeah. So he's like, hey, tough swim out there today, huh? I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't even with these drills. <laughs> That's what I went with, like an old meme. <laughs> anyway, so he has not talked to me since. <laughs> I can't even with these drills. If I'm going to be naked somewhere, I, I need to pick the context carefully. Just like when I was doing yoga. Uh-huh. I got to do that at the South Pasadena YMCA. I'm not going to a yoga studio to do yoga. Got it. I need to be surrounded by old ladies and confused 75-year-old men. <laughs> I like that. Like, that's what I want. I want, I want a milieu. Everybody's already got their priorities. Their sure. priorities are they've got their TiVo set for Lou Dobbs. Uh, or what have you? Like they're C- they, C- they're CBS on. Sunday morning. Yeah, exactly. They're huh. they're all they're all set. Depending on how racist they are, it's a scale from <laughs> Lou Dobbs to CBS Sunday morning. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like with you know yoga studios, you'll see some variants. They're definitely the ones that because I, I do do I do do yoga and and like I I, I feel like I have found a sweet spot with a studio where it's not just all like amazingly. Uh, in shape yoga people it's just like there are some like ordinary people there ordinary looking people there as well there's a few yogi bears exactly mm-hmm. exactly um but yes to, to to what jordan was talking about jack swim men i feel like that's the place i feel most intimidated by people's bodies because some of the swimmers uh, like like people who are like a, a you know competitive swimmers are in phenomenal shape and you know even working out at the gym going to do yoga when i go to the pool and i'm in that locker room that's where i'm like fuck these guys are yeah. fucking jacked i think All that's why you take the showers my, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my mom for a long time was a swimmer yeah and she would go swimming during the senior hours at the pool mm-hmm. and she was probably only in her mid to late 50s okay uh and so for her like, she's surrounded by people who are, like, rehabbing from their hip replacements. She's a fucking superhero in that context. Right. Like, she's not necessarily a strong or competitive swimmer. But you put my 57-year-old mom mm-hmm. uh, next to an 83-year-old who just had their leg removed, and she's the greatest. She's fucking Michael Phelps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, it's all about context is what I'm saying. It, it really is. I agree with that. When it comes to showering or swimming... It's yeah. all about context. Mm-hmm. My uh, first water is the primary context. For, <laughs> for both. My first pool out here that I swam in, uh, I could not 
hang in the fast lane or the medium lane, and sometimes not the slow lane. But man, I fucking ruled in the therapy lane. <laughs> yeah. There's a therapy lane. You're just there to soak. Yeah, you've been in therapy a long time. Sure, yeah. So I. Yeah, I feel like that's our lane. Sure, you just get in there and uh, you know talk about how something made you feel. Just lay back and mm-hmm. you yeah, and exactly. you you and Nick are in good spots if a 2012 type situation. Where a giant wave comes or something, you guys would be good. You guys would be good to go. Because we can outswim it. Is that what you're? <laughs> I'm saying postulate? San Andreas. No, I'm just saying you prepare and then you swim along. You'd be all right if you, you if swim it, along the top of the tidal wave. Huh. Yeah, I can think I could do that. <laughs> if a big wave came, right? And 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 you were. And first of all, you didn't get crushed by the wave. How's that? Well, you'd go up on the wave like a body surfer, and I think they'd be okay. Yeah, you'd, I think you guys would be able to swim oh, around. You'd, I think I probably would too. I think I would be making the hang loose sign too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think? And then using guys, it to talk on the telephone. Given your swimming experience, yes. either both of you swim pretty seriously for for health. Do you think that if it came to it, if there was a 2012 situation, mm. the two of you could talk to fish? <laughs> oh, you think we could Aquaman? Yeah. No, I don't think I could Aquaman. Really? What about a, like a crustacean? Maybe. I mean, you communicate? a cephalopod? I feel like the, the, the communications gonna, channels are going to be easiest with the ocean mammals, right? I yeah. Like start, yeah with that's the, the start with the whales and the dolphins and the narwhals. And manatee. Yeah. The narwhals. You wish. You're not going to see a narwhal. <laughs> could happen. <laughs> it, it might Dude, happen. Nick, you would fucking love to talk to a fucking narwhal. <laughs> oh, I'd lose my mind. <laughs> that's your fucking dream. <laughs> yeah, man. You used to be like, remember when in like sixth grade they say, what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh-huh. You said, talk to a narwhal, <laughs> which is <laughs> even a job, yeah. dude. Man, I would not ne- even a job. I would never talk to one of them because you can't spell narwhal without narc. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hi, I'm Paula Poundstone. And I'm Adam Felber. Adam, I haven't gotten one thing done today. Well, let me see your to-do list. Ah, yeah. Well, here. Make 30-second promo for Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, so at least you're getting that done. Score! Except you haven't said what the show is about. We're like a comedy field guide to life, starring me and you. I give useful advice, and we have real experts to talk about things like how to keep a friend or what to do when you encounter a bear. Bully for you, but you haven't said where people can find the show. Oh, MaximumFun.org or wherever you find your podcasts. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morse, Boy Detective. Mike Mitchell, the Pizza Guy. Nick Weiger, the Hedgehog. Boys, it's been a joy to have you on the program as ever. Two of our favorite guys. Two of our favorite podcasters. Likewise. Same. Uh, what a treat. Always a treat. Mitch, I always appreciate how much you talk about your hometown. I love it. Because it makes me look not obsessed with my hometown, <laughs> relatively speaking. <laughs> I mean, to somebody on Twitter, I made a joke last night, I think the last time I was on your show, mm-hmm. uh, about you always talking about Quincy. And somebody was like, well, Jesse's someone to talk. He's always talking about San Francisco. Yes, that's the point. That's why I appreciate so deeply. Yes. We have some good crossovers, you and I, I've realized today. We're not going to shower in some public space. Yeah. <laughs> we love our hometown. I think yep. I think that you're, I, you're a good man. We both want to marry our mommies. <laughs> uh, our co-hosts drive us crazy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Ding dong. We're a couple of little shits. <laughs> yeah. We need to be spanked. <laughs> 
<laughs> Show me those nasty feet. Show me those nasty feet. Yeah. Nom, 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 nom. Uh, the Doughboys is the name of Mitch and Nick's show. You probably already listened to it. Yeah. Much more successful than our show. It is. I mean, if, if, if you don't, I think it is, it's definitely the hardest I've laughed at a podcast is laughing at episodes of Doughboys. It's the, it's the funniest podcast. It's, uh, yeah, God I look you. forward to it every week. Uh, yeah, you, you, you cannot find a funnier show. You guys are too nice to us. And also two people that were very helpful when we were starting to even try to do this Absolutely. thing. So we, we, you get, you guys are the, you guys are awesome and we're amazing. Pretty, we're pretty great too. You guys are amazing. We're pretty great. Jordan's great. I'm great. Together we're great. Brian's all right himself. Mm-hmm. He's no slouch. <laughs> can we add can we, to the poll? Can we add talk to an, to an Arwal. No, yes. no, 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 fourth choice. Fourth okay. choice. Fourth talk choice. to an Arwal. Talk to an Arwal. Yeah. 2019. Talk to an Arwal. <laughs> Any, that's anything is possible. That's an anything yeah. is possible. There you, go. you can do it. Yes. I think recency bias is going to really tilt the wheel here. Yeah, will it be recency bias or Chud fandom that will win out? <laughs> we'll I think, see. I think, I think Chud's gonna, Chud is going to win in a landslide. Or elegant minimalism. How about that? That might win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Sarinen fans out there. Brian Sunny D. Fernandez is our producer on the program. You can join us on Twitter with the hashtag JJGo. If you've got a correction for the program, we always appreciate them. We take quality control very seriously yeah. at Jordan Jesse Go. Go ahead and tweet those two at JD Power. And while we're calling to action, yeah. I think worth mentioning, yeah. we'll probably mention this too in a, in a break to be yeah. recorded later. But you can see all four of these guys at SF Sketchfest yes. this year. SF Sketchfest, we're all going to be on the Bubble Show. Nick is going to be making his acting debut. You probably acted before. I've acted I, poorly. Yeah, yeah, but I'll I'll, I'll do my. This I'll will do be my the best. first time you do a good job. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah. Is this going to be your acting finale? <laughs> That's more like grand opening, grand closing. Yeah, it'll be a Gigi Allen situation. Nick's going to uh, commit suicide on stage. Come yeah. see us at SF Sketchfest. You can find the tickets at sfsketchfest.com. We'll all be on the Bubble Live Show, live in continuity episode. Um, are you guys doing Doughboys at Sketchfest? We are. We are. I think we'll actually be doing it the next day after the Bubble Show. I'm doing Birthday Boys and then, up against uh, Jordan Jesse Go, huh? Are we? Re- uh, I don't know, but I can't. It can't be the same. No, we got a, we got a day in between. Oh, yeah, great. So Thank you can come to all these shows. Thank yeah, goodness. come to every show. Come every to show. all shows. Okay. Well, we'll see you at SF Sketchfest, and we'll see you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.